I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, the only LAFC podcast that has successfully climbed a greased telephone pole. I'm Travis Helwig. And I'm Darren Miller. Welcome to our preview of our CONCACAF Champions League matchup against Philadelphia Union, the first leg of which is this Wednesday, April 26th at 6 p.m. in Philadelphia. You can watch both legs on some form of Fox-based network. We don't know yet. And as always, we'll be live streaming 10 minutes after the game with our post-game call-in show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. Subscribe there now and you can get notified when we go live. Later in the show, we'll be playing a game to see how Philly sports fans measure up with other historically messy crowds. And as always, we'll talk storylines for this week's game and play some bets. But first, you've forced us to prove we're human in the official CAPTCHA test of this podcast. It's time for listener-mandated banter. I comply. I am complying with the banter, and I am a human. I have hired a task rabbit to to <laughs> to do the banter. ChatGPT, please complete the banter. <laughs> it's just like, wow, I am having a good day in sunny California. <laughs> it's like the, the thing with ChatGPT is like it it is getting better and it is working, but it's like there's always you can just tell a little bit. It, you you know still. Yeah, yeah. It can make a hunk of clay, and then you still yeah. got to, you know, build, do the vase. It's but interesting it's like, when Whoa, you start. there wasn't clay here a second ago. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, uh, somebody brought clay over here. I better sculpt something. Uh, <laughs> the It is funny. Like when it, It's impressive when you start, like, giving it notes on what it said. That's when it gets better at it. But you really got to prompt yeah. it a lot, you know? For sure. It's kind of like if genies were real, it's more realistic that they would give you that. Like, I'd love 30 pizzas and you get some kind of thing that's like not quite pizza. Yeah, like, like technology wouldn't quite pizza. be there yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pizza, but the um, but all of the pepperonis are psychedelic eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, this is like incredibly cool, but also, I mean... 
I, I'm sorry to complain, just like technically not what I asked for. Yeah, it's it's all uncooked. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, that I seems like enough banter, huh? That feels good. Wow. We laughed it a few times. It was topical. It was yeah. trendy. Everybody's talking about AI. Um, we better get on. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a societal changing event that we uh, now we put in the keywords of the episode and everyone's searching for it. <laughs> we just completed our SEO mandated banter. Let's start the show, Darren, huh? Let's do it. Well, as usual, I've been too busy being a devoted husband, father three times over, and fully employed, productive member of society to keep up with every little detail about LAFC this week. But luckily, I can always count on Travis to have no real hardships, obligations, or anything else to live for beyond his unhealthy obsession with LAFC. So once again, I'm having Travis turn this pathetic obsession into coherent (laughs) sentences about this week's match that I can understand despite my casual fandom lack of schedule availability, and lack of emotional availability due to the condescending, passive-aggressive walls I put up to mask my jealousy of his talent and ability to fully follow his passions in life. In a segment we call (laughs) Storylines. I like it better when you're straight mean to me. It didn't feel right to have you say something's kind of nice. I know. <laughs> I, well, I it's it's a real tightrope walk. No matter what you do, every direction you go, it's all tightropes. Also, for two people who were just talking shit about AI, we used the storyline song, and we already had a Chat GPT game. Feels like we actually it's love true. it. <laughs> all right, true. we got a long one today. We got an important one, so let's get into it. The storylines heading into this week's Champions League match against the Philadelphia Union are quite juicy, Darren. Juicy like a Philadelphia cheesesteak you left on the counter overnight. If you follow MLS, juicy. juicy like you know the it'll get slimy, I guess. You know? Yeah. It's not good. It would be it would like be oozy. The storylines this week are oozy. Yeah, oozy storylines. <laughs> Let's do it. If you follow MLS or LAFC in the slightest, you know what the big storyline for this week's game is. And it's this. This is the first time LAFC and Philadelphia Union have played each other since last year's MLS Cup final. For those of you who had a traumatic brain injury between November and now, LAFC and the Philly Union played what many people believe is the single greatest game in Major League Soccer history. And here's why that's the case. Going into the 81st minute of the game, the game was tied 1-1. Then, off a corner, LAFC scored with like eight minutes left in the game, and we started celebrating like we had won. It was euphoric for about 30 seconds, because then Philly tied it almost immediately, and the game went into extra time, 2-2. Extra time featured our star player and captain, Carlos Vela, getting subbed out for Gareth Bale, a marquee signing that was barely fit enough to play for us all season. He was, by all accounts, a disappointment of a signing. Then, late in second extra time, our starting goalie, Maxime Cropot, straight up shattered his leg open (laughs) while making a game-saving foul, which resulted in a red card and us playing a man down. So with our starting goalie on the way to the hospital, he was replaced by his backup, our current keeper, John McCarthy, who used to play for the team we were playing for, the Philadelphia Union. But a cold goalie and a man down meant that LAFC basically immediately let in a goal. 
and all hope was lost. Soccer is normally 90 minutes, Darren. But in the 128th minute of the game, with a man (laughs) down, LAFC's Diego Palacios charged down the eastern edge of the pitch, crossed a beautiful ball from the touchline, and found the head of Gareth Bale, who leapt over Jack Elliott, the six foot six star defender of the Philadelphia Union, and buried it in the back of the net past Andre Blake, the man many consider to be the best goalkeeper in MLS history. And in that moment, Gareth Bale earned his paycheck. He scored the most important goal in LAFC history and was a disappointment no more. And so we were headed to penalty kicks. The stadium then sang a song that our theme song is loosely inspired by, but not legally enough to get sued. And John McCarthy, the same backup keeper who once played for the Philadelphia Union, saved two separate penalties against his former team, won the shootout for us, won the game, and took home the trophy as MVP of the final. And that was the last time we fucking played the Philadelphia Union, Darren. Oh, my God. I legitimately actually have chills just hearing that. I don't know that I've ever actually heard someone just say what happened. <laughs> well, as I was doing it, I was like, I was like, oh, I have to start in the 81st minute of the game. <laughs> there was like the majority. No of one's the ever game. talked about before that. <laughs> Kellen Acosta like had a little like hit off the wall and went in and there was I mean the goal we know. scored we in the 81st minute we scored the second goal which was oh, Mario scored Mario scored that was and we thought yeah. we won uh briefly but it was oh, yeah. it was fun to relive and watch the clip because still I mean afterwards I watched that clip so many times it made me feel something as someone who doesn't feel much it made me feel a lot that sure. moment so oh, yeah. go ahead no I didn't I didn't I'm I'm eager. <laughs> so you may be asking, Darren, with your little pee child brain, like you have children, not that you have a child's brain. But I guess I did. If that's say what happens when, when you yeah. have children. Your brain becomes a child brain. I'm sort of talking as if I had children. That's how hard of a time I'm having. Oh, <laughs> so why are we reliving this whole thing? Because it was without a doubt the best moment in the history of our club. And because we bill ourselves as a podcast that people can listen to, to get into the LAFC fandom. So if folks want to know why this Philly champions league game means so much to us. That's why. And because that game meant so much to all of us on and off the pitch, I wanted to share a few stories about what it was like to be there that day. When Mario scored that eight goal in the 82nd minute off the corner, I got punched in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> is it, I I was so startled and confused. I didn't realize what had happened. But then an LAFC fan ran up to me and started profusely apologizing. I, I was at the end of the row and from the stairs next to me, he had punched the air in excitement and accidentally punched me square in the nose. Uh, my the sunglasses <laughs> flew in. Yeah, he thought he was punching the air. Uh, my sunglasses flew a few rows down. But I was so euphoric in that moment that the pain hadn't set in yet and i truly didn't care so i grabbed him and hugged him and we started jumping up and down (laughs) together the man who had just punched me in the face it's beautiful Um, beautiful. the the vibes were so immaculate that day that a stranger could punch you in the face and you'd hug them and jump up and down but for two weeks after i did have a i did have a bruise on my face from being punched (laughs) i hadn't been punched in a decade When's the last time it's you your, were punched? It's your ring. When's the last time <laughs> I was punched? Uh, good question. I don't know. I'll make it Probably happen. Like if you see Darren at a game, give him a punch. Just give me a nice little punch. 
So I know that we're fans together. You know, how else am I going to know? Uh, the harder the, the punch, the bigger the fan. <laughs> <laughs> so this is let- camaraderie, people. <laughs> Um, if we have time, I'll share one more story that I have. But I, but I want to share. We asked some some listeners to send in some stories from that day because I know it meant so much to folks. And this game is the first time yes. that we sort of get to reflect on uh, on that. So um, a bunch of people submitted. I wanted to share just a couple that we had found um, uh, that I thought spoke to the importance of that day and what it meant to people. So first, here's a sweet little story from LAX Andrew, who sent us an audio message. Hey guys, this is Andrew. Before I could pick up my wife from LAX, we actually had to get married. Our wedding was scheduled for November 12th, 2022, exactly one week after the MLS Cup final. I was there. I wore a mask because I didn't want to get COVID a week before the wedding. And the fun story is that actually my wife is a big bird aficionado. She was apprehensive about going out with me when we first met a couple years ago, but she saw a picture of me with Ollie the Falcon and said, oh, this guy must be cool with birds. I'll give him a chance. And it's been happily ever after ever since. At the MLS Cup final, I actually ran into the Falconer and I told him this awesome story about how I was getting married in a week and it's only because of him and Ollie and he completely no-sold it. He just said, oh, that's cool and went back to his drink. So that's the cool story and to this day, my wife reminds me all the time about how I risk getting COVID a week before our wedding to go to a soccer game. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's so funny that the Falconer is just like, who gives a I shit, buddy? It. I've made so many people get married. Do you know how many people have fallen in love because of me? <laughs> oh, your wife's a bird aficionado? How do you think I pull all this fucking pussy, dude? Like- <laughs> I'm a bird aficionado, bro. <laughs> do you, you want to marry me? Can you milk me? Uh <laughs> I got falcons. <laughs> that, a joke that doesn't make sense. I've got falcons. <laughs> Can you not even me? a thing? Um, well, second, this character is very drunk in, the, in this uh, scenario. So, <laughs> um, second, we got a very funny audio message from Rancho. Here's Rancho. What's up? It's Rancho, and as you know, I did my research. So, despite its meteoric rise nine months prior. On November 5th, 2022, we saw web-based word game Wordle steadily decline in world interest by 61%. But for those 39% of people still playing Wordle, they would have found out their word for that particular day was dream. As in, it really felt like a dream to see LAFC win the MLS Cup. That's Rancho. <laughs> That's uh, your story. <laughs> yeah, Rancho's story for the day is That's that cool. he did research this week and came up with a connection. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at research. Yeah, he's he's proven it time and time again. And he's not wrong. Uh, I will say the 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 storyline of these stories being sent in so far is our audience has a, amazing mics. The yeah, sound everyone's quality. audio quality is great, and just uh, wonderful voices. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would listen. I would let any of you whisper in my ear before sleep. Um, third, <laughs> our audience proving a- once again that they should be the ones hosting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if only they got to it first, this would be their show. Third, uh, another sweet story from our friend Mario. So my memory of the Philly final was that we were lucky enough to score tickets to bring my parents along to the game and enjoying the entire match, one section above where we usually sit. And my mom is a very nervous uh, fan so as soon as we were down 3-2, two, 
I look over and my mom just has her head down, buried in her scarf, buried in between her hands and couldn't watch. And Bill hits that and just seeing her jump and confused and not knowing what was going on was the greatest thing. And then as we go to penalties, I turn over and I see my mom nervously, again, not looking at the pitch, looking away, looking behind her, just nowhere near her. <laughs> she couldn't stand it. Um, and my dad had his head, had his head down, just kind of looking at the ground, just waiting to hear the roar. Um, so just being able to experience that with my parents and my brother uh, for the final um, was was great. And hopefully, you know, we get a great match coming up uh, this time around and we get the same results and we get that win. Thanks for the pod, guys, and uh, keep up the good work. Very sweet, Mario. Uh, Damn. It's, it's so nice to know that it, it meant so much to you and your family. And I'd like to just suggest that your mom look away anytime there's a scary thing happening because it seems to be working for us. <laughs> yeah, can she do that as a service? Yeah, anytime something <laughs> bad, anytime we're down, if she could just keep watching the game but not look at it, that would be great for us. I think what's important is that the series of serendipitous moments that have been presented in these stories, uh, you guys need to make them all happen again exactly the same way. (laughs) Uh, Um, Please and thank you. So I wanted to transition from that very sweet story to another sweet story that we got by email. So I'm going to read it, but this uh, was sent in by Jose uh, Villalobos, who said the following. I was in section 116, spent all 180 minutes on my feet with the rest of the people around me. It was six months into dating my neighbor, and she'd been to most of the games with me last season. She had to leave before the penalties, and I didn't want her to go. But she had somewhere to be. I told her, go, it's okay, we're going to win, even though I felt maybe we wouldn't. I kissed her, and she left. Five minutes later, she came back. She said she couldn't miss it, and she had to be there. She stood in front of me, and I held her as I prayed to the soccer gods for our first star. Elie scored, and happy tears built up in my eyes, and I'd never been happier. I shared my favorite memory with her. This like this game meant so much to so many people. It's so beautiful. I'm tearing up. This is crazy. <laughs> thank you guys for sharing these very beautiful thank things. For, thank you for sharing all of the climaxes of your rom-coms. Uh, I didn't know where you were going with this. <laughs> <laughs> and I held her until these I. Were, I mean, <laughs> these were uh, all great movies. <laughs> um, so those very wow. sweet stories that we're very thankful you sent in. And if we didn't play yours, I'm sorry. I just wanted to, uh, you know, we keep the podcast somewhat short. Uh, but I have a story from that day, uh, which is not dissimilar from uh, Jose's. Uh, girlfriend story, which is that I had a flight that day and I had everything worked out. My wife would pick me up at the stadium when the game ended with my luggage in my car and drive me straight to Burbank. And when Mario scored, I told her to leave and come get me because the game was almost over and we were going to win. But after Philly scored and we were going to extra time, I started to get worried. I might have to bail on the game. I have a flight I can't miss. It still seemed feasible that I would make it so long as we didn't go to penalties. But then extra time was elongated with Max's injury, and I started to realize I was cutting it insanely close 
but it's Burbank. Maybe I still have a chance. My wife was texting me. She was getting close. And when Jack Elliott scored to put them ahead three minutes into the stoppage time of extra time, I decided I had to go. So me and my friend I came with left the stadium after the Jack Elliott goal. I was defeated and sad, and I couldn't even get to watch the final whistle of our loss in the MLS final. But then, just as we reached the gentrified apartment building on Figueroa, I was jolted (laughs) back around by the loudest sound I had ever heard in my whole life. And through the opening in the stadium on that corner on Figueroa, I could see the jumbotron. And it was the shot that we all know of Gareth Bale now where he throws the guy's hand away and his mouth is wide open. And I knew that Gareth Bale had done it. He was sprinting to the corner and he had done it. And for the second time that day, I hugged and jumped up and down with another stranger who had also left at the same time, a man I didn't know. And a lot of people have said to me since that it's sad that I didn't get to see it. But in a weird way, I really loved experiencing it that way. Me and only two other people got to watch and hear the goal from there. It's a sound unlike I've ever heard. And it was a genuinely really weird, beautiful way to experience something like that. And it means a lot to me that anytime I walk by that gentrifying apartment building, I think of that moment. Um, And in the end, I listened to the PKs on the AM radio and celebrated in the car with my wife. And I made my flight by literally two minutes. Wow. I thought you were going to say you got on the plane and the plane understood (laughs) the the gravity of the moment and flew right over the stadium so that everyone could look out the windows and watch the end. And the pilot came out and shook my hand and said, you did it, sir. (laughs) It was Uh, like that that moment in the newsroom. (laughs) Yeah, moment in every episode of the newsroom. (laughs) Sir, we've killed Osama bin Laden. (laughs) Something, something, great American, something, something. Um, where were you, Darren? Oh, well, the most dramatic story of all. When, no, when, I, when Osama bin Laden was killed, not during Oh, <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you were in Don't 16. actually remember. Uh, oh, right. Yes, I was one of the people killing him. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about it to, at this point. I, I'm, I'm more of a pacifist, <laughs> but... <laughs> The I don't only want him person to be alive, but I don't like killing humans. I mean, who does? Who should? Shouldn't have joined SEAL Team Six, my man. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of peer pressure. <laughs> All my I'm friends sorry. were doing it. <laughs> Where were you? Where were you? Uh, well, even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I 
went to a bar with my friend Aaron and we watched the game and it was fun. <laughs> I went to <laughs> that's my story. We went we went to Wolfie's. I recommend it. They they shut down the whole patio out there. There's a bunch of LAFC fans. It was really fun. Oh yeah, Wolfie's um, also has the the stand in the stadium now too, I think. Yep. And uh they had LAFC beers and it was fun. We both got to watch the game without kids jumping around and, you know, distracting us. Um, it was great. That's wonderful. I watched a game at a bar. Uh, and I, the other layer of drama was that I was texting with you and finding out that you were missing <laughs> what was <laughs> unfolding. And that was pretty stressful too. Yeah, um, it was, it was such a weird feeling, but yeah, it was. All right, let's keep going. We want to keep this short, but <laughs> all of that is just to say that we're playing a rematch for the first time against the team that brought all of us so many weird emotions and stories. And that's, one of the, I mean, that is the most important storyline here. The flip side of this being the most important moment for our club, the most meaningful moment for our club and fans is another storyline, which is this. This game might be even more important to Philadelphia. Philadelphia has been thinking about this game for six months now. And not only is it a chance for revenge, but it's a chance for them to take us out in a tournament that LAFC clearly wants to win. And as we saw in the finals, Philadelphia is good enough to beat us. I believe every single member of Philadelphia's starting roster from the MLS Cup is back with the team. They were favorites coming into this season after we lost Chicho Arango, but so far they've underperformed in the regular season. However, they have openly said that they're focusing on the Champions League right now. And so without a doubt, they are better than both other teams we've faced in the Champions League by a long shot. Their roster does not have holes. They're widely considered to be one of, if not the best defenses in Major League Soccer and are coached by last year's Coach of the Year, Jim Curtin. Uh, they have Gazdag in the midfield who already has seven assists and three goals on the season. Uwa up front has five goals. They have Jack Elliott, Va- uh, Wagner, 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 I don't know, it's Wagner. German, and, Gle- and uh, Glesnitz. Uh, in the back, and their captain, Bedoya, is looking for revenge against us because he couldn't play in the final. They are a great team. They have the the capability to beat us, and they really, really, really want to do so. This is the single most important game of our season so far, and that's also true for Philly, and that's why this is such an interesting match overall. It's also a semifinal for the Champions League, as we've said. So as a reminder, the Champions League game is determined by two legs, one home and one away. The scores then combine. So the game this week in Philadelphia, treat that as the first half. If we're down after this one, we could always come back and win next week on Wednesday at home, as long as we win by a bigger score. And while tired legs is almost always an issue in storylines, both Philly and us have a bye this coming week in the regular season. So we'll be able to play at least the second leg with a fully refreshed squad pending the seriousness of the long Tillman and Chiellini injuries. And so that's what's coming up this week. And one final thing I want endings. The bat. Yeah. It's either it. I mean, the good story story book is going to get fucked. Yeah. (laughs) One book gets burned. The other gets published. Um, (laughs) One final thing I want to say about Philly is something that I love as we go to break. I want to go to break because this one's a long one. So, but anytime they score a goal, they play a weird, bad electronica song called dupe. 
and everyone sings along going doop, doop, doop. <laughs> it's so stupid. And if you know anything about me, it's that I love traditions that are dumb and don't make any sense. <laughs> uh, and everyone embraces them for some reason. So when we come back, we're going to play a game about Philly fans. But before that, as we go to Blake, please enjoy some of Dupe. We're back. The 3252 represent not only an impressive feat in setting the gold standard for MLS supporter sections, but also in avoiding a reputation as hooligans and sleazebags. Philadelphia Union supporters are, well, fine, but they do have to live in the shadow of an overall terrible reputation of Philly sports fans in general. If you can believe it, the moniker of the city of brotherly love and the display of history by way of a big bell with a crack in it thinly veil a sports fandom full of a bunch of belligerent freaks. But how bad is it? We've decided to find out by putting it to the test against gold standards and fan chittery in a trivia game called Boston, Philly, or Woodstock 99. (laughs) Travis, are you ready to play? Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. This is a simple trivia game. I'm going to tell you what happened, and you're going to have to tell me whether it was Boston fans, Philly fans, or some fucked up shit that happened at Woodstock 99. (laughs) If you don't know what Woodstock 99 is, it's like Woodstock meets Firefest before Firefest, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's like Woodstock if instead of peace and love, um, it was horrific violence. (laughs) Yeah, if Woodstock if if Woodstock had to somehow beget Firefest, this was the step in between. Yeah, it's like the evolution of a man. Uh, like, but also I think it was worse than Firefest, wasn't it? Firefest was just like a, kind of insane that like this was happening. Yeah, people died at Woodstock. People, but like Woodstock '99 was like truly dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah We're yeah. about to find out a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> but the question is how? Okay, so these questions may or may not get harder as we go along. Question number one. Someone dressed as Santa Claus began tossing candy canes into the crowd, and the crowd responded by booing him and throwing something at him. What was thrown, and was it Boston fans, Philly fans, or Woodstock 99? Was it A, Boston Celtics fans throwing beer, B, Philadelphia Eagles fans throwing snowballs, or C, Woodstock 99 fans throwing empty water bottles? Um, uh, Philly fans throwing snowballs. That is correct. The entry is B, Philly fans throwing snowballs. There's a fun fact about that. The person they hired was actually a no-show, so they picked someone out of the stands to do it. (laughs) And being a Philly fan himself, he walked up to someone who threw a snowball at him and looked him right in the eye and said, you're not getting anything for Christmas. So (laughs) he's also a Philly fan. Uh, They weren't kind to their own. Okay, number two. Tension between fans and players slash performers, we don't know, got so bad that the players slash performers went into the audience and fought with fans after fans hit a performer in the face with a rolled-up program and stole some gear. A performer beat a fan with his own shoe. This was A, Boston Bruins players, B, Philadelphia 76ers fans, or C, Woodstock 99. Woodstock 99? It was Boston Bruins players uh, in Madison Square Garden in 1979. The, the word, the word, gear threw me. I had to, yeah. It, it, it was a hockey stick. Yeah, I don't know. Funny. I, I don't what it had to apply to both sports gear and <laughs> rock gear. This is hard. Uh, three. <laughs> During a rendition of the Canadian national anthem, the crowd shouted back the Star Spangled Banner in response, and also threw rocks and bottles at the performer. <laughs> This was a Boston Bruins versus Montreal Canadiens game. 
Uh, B, a Philadelphia Phillies versus Montreal Expos game. Or C, Woodstock 99. Philly. C, Woodstock 99. What? They, Four, did, uh, wait, they did the Canadian <laughs> National Anthem at Woodstock 99? <laughs> yes. I, there's more to that story. We don't have time. <laughs> it was just one of the bands performing decided to do that as one of their songs. I don't know. Maybe they should have uh, <laughs> a fan was charged with aggravated assault when after being escorted by security out of their seats for unruly behavior, he intentionally made himself throw up onto an off-duty police officer and his 11-year-old daughter. That's this really was A, a sure. Boston Celtics fan, B, a Philadelphia Phillies fan, or C, Woodstock 99. It feels like Philly for sure. That is correct. It was B, yeah. a Philadelphia Phillies fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's bad that's, that's bad uh, it takes so long else, to make yourself puke <laughs> i like how drunk he must have been i don't know yeah that just like logistically was just uh impressive in the worst way someone offensively dressed as a tribal chief was attacked by fans on two separate occasions first they ripped up his clothes and threw his feathers into the crowd and later they assaulted him Leaving with lasting, leaving him with lasting injuries, including a broken leg, requiring him to use a wheelchair and crutches for a year. This one's a little confusing because at first you don't know who to sympathize with, but then it gets into just legitimate assaults, and it's pretty <laughs> fucked up. So, a Boston Bruins fans, b Philadelphia Eagles fans, or c Woodstock '99. Boston, because I feel like they played like some Native American named team. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is B, Philadelphia Eagles fans oh. beating up Washington's unofficial mascot. Uh. Uh, okay, a collection of lewd photos of women at the event were posted online without their consent. Was it the Boston Red Sox World Series victory parade in 20, 2004? Was it B, Philadelphia Eagles fans Super Bowl victory in 2018? Or C, Woodstock 99's official website? Woodstock 99's official website. It was. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> It, yeah, uh, that was like the vibe. It was at, right around the time when like Girls Gone Wild came out, so it was like weird. Right, I don't know, you just watch any television, for, like the WWE did shit like that too. It's just like what were, what was we had brain worms before nine eleven. We're all uh, very unsatisfied with where we're at, but it does feel like we've come, we've made some kind of progress. In not yeah, in not that long of a time, uh, we've made some progress. That's true. We've got place. We've got we. We've we got places to yet. go for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, uh, in this incident, a fan put an ad out on Craigslist offering sex in exchange for tickets. A cop answered the ad and arrested her for attempted prostitution. This was a, a New England Patriots fan looking for Super Bowl tickets, B, a Philadelphia Phillies fan looking for World Series tickets, or C, a lost soul looking for Woodstock 99 tickets. Woodstock 99? It was a Phillies fan. And finally... <laughs> I just I feel like there's easier ways to get. T- I mean, maybe not. Go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> this is shit that happened. <laughs> um, finally, I this try is a that whenever question. I'm not going to a game. <laughs> like, <laughs> who really wants these tickets? They're going for thirty dollars on SeatGeek. <laughs> yeah, it was a different time then. We didn't have the kind of technology that just to get tickets so easily. You know, game yeah. time wasn't around. <laughs> game time sponsor the pod. All right. Bonus question. On different occasions, all of the following were thrown onto the stage, field, court, and or ice by Boston, Philadelphia, or Woodstock 99 fans. Which ones were Philly fans? 
Was it A, bracelets given out to the crowd to commemorate a member of the community's passing after a battle with cancer? Was it B, uh, a beer bottle by a disappointed supporting fan? C, ice balls at security trying to hold them back? D, a bottle of vodka? And E, a cheese stick. <laughs> that one's kind of an easy one. So which of those uh, are Phillies fans and which of them are not? Do you want to go through them and you can just say yes, no? Yeah. Bracelets given out to the crowd to commemorate a member of the community's passing after a battle of cancer. Yes. A beer bottle by a disappointed supporters fan. Yes. Ice balls at security trying to hold them back. No. A bottle of vodka. Yes. A cheese stick. Yes. Everything but the ice ball. I think you got three you got three out of four right. The okay. uh, it was it was all Phillies fans except for the bottle of vodka. The bottle of vodka was thrown at, uh was a Celtics fan hitting Lamar Odom of the Lakers in twenty ten. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I can't believe no uh, I can't believe the bracelet one. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Phillies fans are crazy, but <laughs> so are lots of other fans. Did I win the game, Darren? <laughs> Travis, you you had a perfect score and you won the Great. game. <laughs> that was very fun. Thank you for doing that. Um, I'm glad that the Philadelphia Union are not hooligans, and I'm glad that the 3252 are not the ones throwing the bottles. Usually, yeah, that was just a way to uh, create some relevance to a fun game. But I, for, for everything, from everything I know, the Union fans are fine. <laughs> yeah, they seem nice. <laughs> they just they're just also fans. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if they're mean to our supporters when they had their. We'll when we come back, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to make some bets. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called "Bet It and Forget It." Bet it and forget it. Every week, Doop. Travis and I end the Doop. show. <laughs> Doop. Every week, puku. Every week, Travis and I end the show. I do puku. <laughs> 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 I'm every, every week, week I'm, every week I'm like we got to be we got to keep it tight and <laughs> a dupe coup a dupe coup <laughs> What the fuck uh, are we talking about go and read the thing <laughs> Every week Travis and I end the show with a bet for this week's games we make an outlandish prediction for that week something that almost definitely will not happen but could and each week, we both put $5 in the pot. If no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. And eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Neither of our bets cashed this week. So our bet pool for this week is now $30? Is that right? Thirty. Yep. It's our third week since since your victory. Ah, uh, yes. I remember it well. So you you your bet was bet uh, two own uh, goals, right? It would be two own goals by the same player on one of the teams. There were zero own goals. Uh, I did not succeed. Yes, and I bet that there would be three red cards uh, across both teams uh, for the game. There were zero red cards. Zero red cards. So you were sadly, close. Sadly, I was close. You were close. Yeah, we both got close. <laughs> but this week, I'm very confident, Darren. I feel very oh. confident in my Whoa, in my okay. <laughs> and it's this. Two soft-spoken gentlemen, Jim Curtin and Steve Chirundolo, are going to oh. get into it. They're not they're it, they're not going to be in a physical altercation, but they're going to get close. They're going to like be in each other's faces screaming at each other. Our two head coaches are going to get fucking angry at this uh, in one of the Champions League legs. Wow. Or let's say the okay. first one. 
Let's say the first Champions League win. No, I, I think you can give them both games. Why okay, not? I'll give them both games. Let's give them both you games. Know, you never know what's going to happen. They gotta, uh, well, maybe we should define the thresholds where they're like they're into it enough that this counts as a win. Are we going to well, just let th- you know and we'll know? I think we'll know. Neither of them is like that. So it'll be obvious right. when it happens. It's not going to happen at the point. Anyway. <laughs> okay. It's also uh, funny to imagine Steve Chirundolo screaming because he has a little bit of a soft, he has a kind of a high-pitched voice. So him like yeah. screaming at someone is very it's, funny. It's very, he has a very pleasant voice. Yes, he's very polite. <laughs> um, what's your prediction? My prediction is that uh, it's, it's more tactical, less more boring. Uh, there will be a goal from beyond the half field marker. Hell yeah, that's uh, a good one. I uh, is that obscure enough? To yeah, for sure. Games one hundred percent. All right, that's great. And it's either team, right? Yes, either team. Well, I love that bet. We I'm shall see. It will happen. Oh, you're confident this week. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's not what I, I'm. You're the confident one. Um, who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> That's our show. Darren, take us away. Well, just a reminder, we'll be live streaming the post game show 10 minutes after both games on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happy foot, sad foot. Both we didn't games have to change script, it this so week. Now, yeah. So now it's true. I mean, we <laughs> there's didn't a link have to in the show notes. Week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a link in the show notes. Uh, at this point, I mean, it's pretty clear how to get there. Yeah. Talk to us in the chat. If you want to call in to talk, join the live stream. You're part of the live stream. It's a lot of fun. We've had a lot of great people on in the last few shows. It's been awesome. Thanks for joining us. Truly, the live stream has become such a fun part of every game day for me. And It's so and, fun. Uh, it's so rad that people keep coming back. So please uh, tell your friends. Get it. The more the merrier. It's great. So our yeah, theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. Along with YouTube, you could also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and a bunch of other things. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe and review our podcast five stars. As always, it goes a long way to get us new listeners. I noticed a few of you did it after I scolded you last week. So thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And if you have any friends you think you might enjoy the podcast, please spread the word. We're doing this entirely on our own dime. We lose money every week. So new listeners always go a long way. I love you. I'll see you at Lima, baby. See you on the live stream, baby. I love you. I love you. Adupku. 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 is like, do you remember Boku, that like adult juice box from the Oh, 90s? yeah. Boku. Yeah. Aboku. <laughs> now it's three steps removed from making sense yeah. and the show. <laughs> this makes no sense to anyone. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Please sponsor us, major corporations. <laughs> We'll do you proud. We'll do you proud, Bank of California. <laughs> We're sponsored by Coca Cola. <laughs> Raytheon. This week's storyline brought to you by Raytheon. Drones are good. <laughs> <laughs>
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 